You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. You're listening to episode 160 of the Well Woman podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and dedicating this time to learning about you and your body. Today's topic is all about preparing for a pain-free birth. I am joined by Karen Welton and Karen has had three empowering pain-free births herself and she's so passionate about helping other women overcome fear and pain to discover how they can be truly powerful through their birthing experience. As a doula and childbirth educator, she's supported hundreds of women through this childbirth journey and her courses, Pain-Free Birth and Postpartum Bliss, teach women how to partner with their body's divine design to have a pain-free, ecstatic birth and postpartum experience. Join her in this episode as she is on a mission to change the global culture around birth so that women no longer fear birth. However, look forward to the birthing experience with joy. Oh, this is a really beautiful episode. I thoroughly enjoyed recording this and meeting Karen and discussing what pain-free birth actually is. And this is what you're going to discover in this episode. We talk a lot about how I feel menstrual cycle um, awareness and embracing a menstrual cycle is a beautiful journey and way to connect with your body before birth, if that's something that you're looking forward to in the future. We also chat about pain-free birth and if it's possible, we talk about changing the mentality of pain-free birth, and of course, tips to exploring a new thought process around pain-free birth. We look at communication, we look at the mental connection, and we really look at the fear, tension, and the pain cycle, because we're looking to embrace, not just brace. So I trust you'll enjoy this episode as much as I did meeting Karen and recording this with her. Have you heard? We officially have launched a brand new Well Women Academy. Yep, today's show is sponsored by this new signature membership program, the Well Woman Academy. Would you love to discover your own menstrual cycle, understand ovulation, master menstruation, and live cyclically? Well, your menstrual cycle membership is officially here. The Well Woman Academy is a monthly membership where together we study things like menstrual cycles, cycle tracking, cycle rituals, contraception, the feminine, eating and moving for your cycle, and so much more. It's the number one place to discover how to end cycle signs and PMS for good. For less than $2 a day each month, you'll receive access to over 150 live recorded classes and cycle specific learning modules across a wide range of formats like written, audio, video, and home study. Not to mention every single membership gives back with menstrual cups to menstruators in need. Thanks to our commitment with the COVID project. Join me and hundreds of women from all over the world inside our private Facebook community and online learning portal as together we awaken our cycle, reconnect our bodies and guide you to live in cyclical harmony. Learn more and join us at www.wellsome.com forward slash academy. Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. I'm really looking forward to diving into the topic of birth, pregnancy, before birth, and all the things that come with that. Before we do, though, tell us what day of your cycle are you on and how are you checking in in this moment? I'm on day 13, and I am harnessing this energy 
that I am enjoying with trying to kind of use that creativity to make decisions of projects we've been working on and um, harness that creativity for some vision we have for the future for my Beautiful. company. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love the inner, inner summer vibes. I'm just after you, actually. I'm on like day 16 today. So perfect timing. Um, now, tell us, before we jump into the topics, it's always good for people who are listening to this to learn who you are. Like, who are you and what is it that you do and why should you be joining us to talk about birthing? <laughs> well, I'm excited to share about that. My name is Karen Welton and I am the owner of Pain-Free Birth. And that name alone probably sounds kind of crazy to maybe some people, maybe not as much to your listeners. You've probably already <laughs> prepped them enough for this. Um, but I started pain-free birth two years ago. Um, and it was after I experienced pain-free births for myself. My oldest daughter's nine. I had a um, essentially a pain-free birth at home with her and then two more. And I became a doula after my first birth and realized that women were being lied to that we were being so filled and inundated with the fear in society and our culture, um, that birth is scary and painful and traumatic and dangerous, and we should be afraid of it. And it really gave me this righteous anger, almost like a, I would say more of a passion and a fire that got lit inside me to support women to have physiological, positive, even pain-free birth experiences and to help empower them to totally radically shift their perspective of birth and their mindset. Cause when you view birth differently, you birth differently. So mm. throughout this time, I had two more babies um, and designed an e-course for women to take, to learn the techniques and the tools and get the mindset shifts for those that want to birth physiologically. And by physiologically, I mean like unmedicated or natural. Uh, of course there's I never shame anyone for birthing with medication or with an epidural and many people do and do choose to do that and still use the techniques in my course as part of their tool bag. But um, essentially I started, uh, I have, you can follow me on Instagram at painfreebirth or painfreebirth.com. And I offer lots of resources um, and information on connecting with your body. First of all, just being connected to your body in labor, what that looks like, how to, walk through those stages of labor and work partner with what your body's actually doing instead of fighting it. And I explain what causes pain and birth and how to overcome that. Um, so I'm sure we'll get into all of that, but that's my passion. I love birth. I love supporting women in birth. Um, so I'm a doula and a childbirth educator and that's what I do. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I, I really love how people's passions really stem from personal experience that's that's across all boards I've noticed so thank yeah. you so much for sharing um it's a very taboo kind of topic to talk about pain-free birth you know because yeah. like you were saying a lot of people and I'm yet to have a birthing experience so I'm speaking from unexperienced but from an outsider's perspective it's very taboo to be like oh birth can be pain-free because movies yeah. like show you that it's screaming women and rushing around and um, all of those things. So why did you go with pain-free birth and what is your interpretation of pain-free birth? Because, you know, that's kind of like having a pain-free surgery. Like I'm just going to get my hip replaced. It's going to be pain-free. Like how does that look? So what is your interpretation of pain-free as well? That's a great question. And I do get that response a lot. A lot of people are like, what? They're offended. Some people are triggered. Some people are like, well, of course, that's crazy. Birth is not painful. 
or not pain-free, it's supposed to be painful. Like we have this cultural view that birth is supposed to be painful. And we were raised with that. And whether that comes from like media, like you said, we're raised as little girls seeing women in movies and on TV shows screaming and in pain and cussing at their husband and, you know, the doctor and all this. Um, or even if you come from a religious background and you're taught, well, God cursed Adam and Eve and he said that your birth would be painful. You know, there's so many ways, even from friends and family, we hear stories, our own mother's birth. We get a lot of influence from that. So we're really conditioned throughout our life as women to believe that birth is the scary, painful thing. Uh, so by naming my business and my e-course pain-free birth, it's very counterculture. And I did that on purpose because Although not every birth is pain-free, obviously. And even in my births, there were moments, there were certain contractions that were very revealing, like, oh, this is stronger. This is a little bit painful. Maybe this is hurting. I don't know if I would define it as pain, but certainly it's hard work. No denial of that. <laughs> um, but I named it pain-free birth because I really wanted it to be, to shake people up. I wanted to confront the mentality that birth has to be painful and to cause at least some curiosity in people to go, wait a minute, what do you mean? Tell me more about that, like what you're asking. And so when I say pain-free birth, um, I think we have to define what pain means. So if I'm if I like touch a hot stove and I burn my finger, or I stub my toe or I get a surgery, like a hip, like a hip surgery, like you said, that involves pain. That's, that's physical acute pain. And your brain sends, your body sends a message to your brain that says, ow, this is danger, run away. And so we go into our sympathetic nervous system and our body says, run, fight or flight or freeze. And that's survival mechanism. We wanna get away from the pain. So pain is a survival instinct that our brain receives the signal to fight, flight or freeze. And it's there for a reason and it helps keeps us safe and alive, right? <laughs> but birth is not um, a dangerous thing. It's not, it's not something we have to be afraid of. It's not something we have to fight, fight, fight or flight or freeze or run away from. But when we have the perspective of birth as being painful and scary, that is the response in our nervous system. And we've trained our brains and our bodies to respond to labor contractions with fight or flight, which is actually what causes pain. So when I say birth isn't, doesn't have to be painful, what I mean by that is when we really boil it down, birth is a physiological process physiological meaning it's something our bodies do innately without us having to control it so if we look at any other physiological process in our body blinking digestion you know um breathing Breathe, heartbeat yeah. our circulate our circulation system all, all our our endocrine system our, our ovulation everything is physiological processes and it happens without us mentally controlling it or trying to manage it well, birth is also a physiological process. Ooh, it happens without our mental involvement. And in fact, the more we try to control it, the more we mess it up. <laughs> because if you look at animals in the wild, they don't have to think about birth. They just do it. And really the best view I can think of is to, if you've watched any animal give birth in the wild, and farmers know this, people who are around outside in nature and around animals have learned this, that you leave them alone. You don't wanna interrupt them or interfere with that natural process. In fact, if you do interfere, it may stall their labor. It might disrupt and distress the mother out and it may cause her to either you know, get 
um, it might disrupt her labor pattern. And so what you see happening in the animal kingdom is that a mammal, when labor begins, they retreat to a quiet, dark place. They find solitude and safety there. And that's instinctual. Um, and if something were to interrupt them, like if a predator appeared in the wild or a human were to interrupt and try to interfere and you know, do things to them, um, their labor would stall. So their, their uh, sympathetic nervous system would kick on, their oxytocin would dip and their adrenaline kicks up and they would have a burst of energy to fight or flight and get to safety. And what we forget is that humans are mammals <laughs> and we have the same physiological process happening in our body, except we have an intelligent brain that, that is overanalyzing what's happening. And so when we go into labor, many times as women in modern society, we do the opposite of what mammals in the animal kingdom do. And we go get in a car and go to a building or a hospital with lots of strangers and people and bright lights and interruptions. And it's the exact opposite of what our primal brain needs to birth physiologically. So being aware of how birth is designed and how it works from the beginning of time is really the key in understanding what your body's already designed to do. Um, one of my famous you know, quotes that I love from Ina May Gaskin, she says, um, your body, oh man, I'm gonna butcher it now, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> your body knows how to birth, it's your head that gets in the way, something along those lines. Um, oh, that's what it is. We're the only species that doubts our ability to birth. And that really is true. Um, and so when I say pain-free birth, I to roundabout answer way to your, <laughs> answer your question, I, love um, I don't mean that birth, you don't feel it. I don't mean that you're numb. I don't mean like it's like a getting an epidural or it's some, you know, wacky, crazy spiritual experience where you leave your body or, or anything like that. I'm not talking about anything crazy like that. I'm talking about the most primal, natural physiological thing that we can do that we've that our bodies have been, been designed to do. And by um, in that process, it, it doesn't mean you don't feel anything. It means actually that you feel everything and you feel it deeply and you're not running away from it, but you're embracing it as something that is entirely normal and something that your body is equipped to do. And in the process of becoming one with that process, becoming one with the contraction, with the energy coming from your body, with the surges and the strength and the tension and the tightening and all of those things happening and all that movement and energy and all, it's its spiritual, it's physical, it's, it's emotional, it's everything. In the process of walking that out, if, if we're not fighting it, it doesn't, feel painful in a sense of like, ow, I poked my finger or I, I burned my finger, where you get a message sent to your brain that this is bad, run away. So I, I don't consider my birth painful. And a lot of the women that I share their birth stories or that take my course or that um, do some of this preparation um, also wouldn't define it as painful. They might say, I felt a lot of pressure. I felt a lot of intensity. They may say, I felt my you know, uterus pulling and stretching. And a lot of women will describe it um, as like period cramps, especially in early labor. It feels kind of like those period cramps, not the painful ones necessarily, although it could be, but it really is um, intensity, pressure, stretching, pulling. It's like you feel like if I were to do this and, and make a contraction or workout or exercise my muscles, like this right now, me flexing my muscle is a contraction of the muscle, my muscles contracting. And your uterus 
is a ball of muscles. And so when we talk about contractions in labor, your uterus is literally doing a contraction, just like you would contract muscles when you're working out or lifting weights, but it is involuntarily contracting and pulling in order to um, accomplish a purpose and open to allow baby to, to come. And so that pulling, that tension, that, that contraction doesn't have to be painful. And if we think about it, any other physiological process our body does is designed to do that without pain, right? So we don't, in the absence of stress, you shouldn't have to be in pain by blinking or breathing or digesting food. Now, if there is pain in those systems, then there's a problem. Then there's something wrong with the balance, your homeostasis, and we have to go figure out what's going on. <laughs> there's a disruption in the physiological process. Well, the same is true for birth. Pain tells you there's a disruption in the physiological process. What's causing the disruption? Is it fear? Is it stress? Is it you know, and a, some other kind of physical thing or mental or emotional or spiritual, and there's lots of causes of pain in birth, but unhindered and with, in the absence of stress and fear, the body does what it's designed to do, which is open and birth, just like it does digest, just like it does a lot of other physiological things. <laughs> no, I love Sorry. this. No, I love it. Especially the, the comment about pain is communication. Yeah. I feel, and this is something that I'm always sharing around menstrual education, is that, and this might just be a little bit far-fetched, but I believe that our ability to menstruate and embrace menstruation keys us up for the ability to embrace pregnancy and birthing and labour because a lot of us in the menstrual world when we're looking at our periods, we reject the period. We don't want that. We, we've experienced period pain. We have heavy bloating, heavy bleeds. And we just accept that that's just the way it's designed to be. But I'm always harping on about your body's designed to have you in balance and harmony and protected yeah. and safe. The last thing I want you to do is be unsafe and in pain. So I've never thought about that in the sense of birthing, because obviously that's not something I've had to bring into my mind yet. Um, but I love that concept, especially around how fight or flight causes and leads to pain, but pain is just a communication. Yeah. So it's your body you communicating to you, telling you, Hey, I need you to pay attention. Something's something's off. Yeah. <laughs> so totally. don't let it, you shouldn't have to let it scream. Listen, right. Like so much of this is in, being intuitive and, and, and present in our own bodies. Mm, really tuning in. I love that. Especially yeah. because with the pain and pe like period pain or not accepting your period, have you ever noticed that in your own work that, and even your own experiences with your three births, have you ever noticed that the more someone that you've worked with embraces their cycle or their period, the more they've been able to embrace the processes of pregnancy and, and birthing and labor? Is there, a is there a connection there? Like There's a connection absolutely with how you approach all of those women feminine topics. And if you come from the perspective that, you know, my body's cursed, my body's broken, I have to suffer every month for a week and complain, you know, this sucks, I'm bleeding, oh, I'm having my period. And we have, that's all part of the culture. And then you get pregnant and it's now I'm miserable because I'm pregnant and all these bad things happen. And it's like, we accept this cultural view that it, it, it sucks to be a woman. Like we got the short end of the stick, you know, and, and then, then we got a birth 
And that's the hardest pain. That's the most pain you'll ever experience in your whole life. Right. And then you have to breastfeed. It's all of this like victim talk. And what if we flip that on its head and said, no, this is a privilege. Like we, like even in talking about the menstruation, the cycle, we're, we're walking through this cycle where we get to shed the old and step into the new. We get to die to things that don't serve us anymore and accept and bring in new things in our life. Like men, men don't have that. It's like an innate, it's like a natural detox, a spiritual detox every month. And in the same way, like you're in, in birth, your pregnancy, when you shift it to go, oh, this is a blessing. I can receive this life. I'm growing a life. I am creating a human with my body. That's pretty freaking badass. Like, wow. Like give yourself a pat on the back and then going into birth, not looking at it as something you have to endure or suffer through, but something, a privilege that you get to take on. That's your, really the way I describe birth is like, it is your greatest invitation to a spiritual awakening and a transformation. And when you harness the power of that, it has an incredible power to bring breakthrough and healing and freedom in your life in the same way that going through your cycle every month, you get a chance to renew and process and transform, even as you're shedding old blood and receiving new cells and new energy. So I see, um, I wouldn't, I sometimes see a correlation for women who like struggle with period pain. And sometimes there's those same mentalities that it has to be this way. And when we look at that, even when we start to balance someone's hormones or they start changing their diet or their lifestyle, they see shifts in their um, period where they're not painful anymore. And then so in some, I mean, this might begin a little off topic, but probably not for you and your listeners. There's times I don't have painful periods. Generally, I, mine are very easy, but when I do, I, I kind of go a little introspection, do a little introspection. And I ask myself, what's stressing me out right now? What's weighing me down? Is there something disturbing my peace and my spirit? And usually if I can connect to what's under the surface and then kind of release it and, and either pray or release or cry or like, you know, do some kind of ceremony to let it go. The pain leaves. Once I am aware of it and I connect to what my body is trying to tell me, right? Because pain is a messenger. Your body's communicating. Something is disrupting this cycle. Something is weighing you down. You're carrying something you're not supposed to be carrying. You're stressed, you're afraid, whatever that thing is. If I can connect to that and release it, pain is gone. Um, or at least, you know, I see a big shift there. Um, and so women who I do see on the other side of that, women who have really painful, really difficult periods throughout their whole life. And then they get scared thinking birth is going to be really painful because their periods must be really painful. And then they get to birth and because they have felt pain throughout all their periods, they're actually almost more prepared for birth because they get to birth and birth is happening. Contractions are happening, which is like I explained, your uterus literally just tightening and contracting and they go, oh, this isn't that bad. I experience pain this bad every month with my cycle. <laughs> and so they're actually like, oh, I expect it, to, expect it to be a lot worse, but they're almost like, well, that wasn't a big deal. I, I, I've already done, like, <laughs> done that. So in, in some ways, those women actually are less, um, are, are less shocked by what they experience in birth. Um, and it's not as bad, but generally speaking, I think it involves just a, shifting our mindset about all of it, about what it really means to be a woman, what it means to have a period, what it means to be able to be 
like conceive and carry life to birth to to nourish a child with your own body and when we take it out of just this this is what we have to do this is what we've been cursed to do this is you know i'm it's not fair that we have to do this and men don't when we shift into the the that it's a blessing that it's a gift that it's an honor that it's it actually creates so much transformation in us we see it for what it is and we embrace it instead of trying to brace for it or resist it or run away from the power we have as women we embrace that power and become one with it and in doing that it's like it almost the pain is diminished in a sense um so yeah i see a lot of correlations with all of those things mm, i love that thank you so much for sharing it's it's very much like our cycles prepare us for all the transitions that we experience in life even if you just embrace that birth redeath and birth process you know, being yes. going from maiden to mothers, you know, we we're talking about before we hit record, like changing in those archetypes, that is also like a death. Like you're saying goodbye to the maiden version of yourself before you become the mother version of yourself. So, right. so many really, links. Yeah. And I, and I talk about that in my, a lot in my um, courses, birth is a death to yourself and, and a very big, um, part of you and going from maiden to mother and part of that process is going through the birth process where we shed the old it's like you shed selfishness you shed the maiden you shed the naivety you shed you know a lot of the 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 ego that comes with the maiden and when you birth this child with your own body you have to step into a new strength but you also can't carry with you that other stuff and the more you try to c- carry it with you or bring it with you or control what's happening, it's like your body locks up because you, you have to go through the fire and to do that, it requires total surrender. But in, in the process of dying to yourself, you are reborn and you become alive and new again. And you take on this role of like, I'm a mother. And I don't know about other others for me, birthing unmedicated, what it did for me was I thought if I, if I just did that, I can, I can be a mom. I can mother, I can raise this kid. It gave me so much confidence in who I was and my strength as a woman and a mother. I have to interrupt this episode to let you know that today is sponsored by my Reset Your Cycle Masterclass series. This is a three-part live class series to transform your menstrual cycle knowledge and increase cycle confidence. Throughout three live classes, you'll discover understanding your cycle hormones, what they are, how they change throughout the four phases of your monthly cycle, and how they contribute to how you feel. You'll also discover cycle disruptors and what you can do, those things that make you feel a little bit out of whack through your cycle off balance and impact your moods along with your hormones. And then we cover your cycle and natural contraception. Gain a better understanding of contraception, the good, the confusing, and how to choose a contraceptive method that serves you and your health goals. Head over to wellsome.com forward slash shop to learn more. That's wellsome, W-E-L-L-S-O-M-E dot com forward slash shop and use the code cycle love to save 20% off. Let's go back to what you mentioned earlier about flipping it, flipping it on its head. Let's talk about changing the mentality. So let's just say someone is listening to this and they're like, well, I've grown up and all I've seen is that birth is painful and birth is hard and birth is, you know, torture or, you know, 
it's the lower quality of life because men are the superior. Welcome to the patriarchal world. Anyway, moving on from that is that for those who are listening to this and maybe there are some men listening to this, maybe there are women who are listening to this who would like to learn a little bit more, but what would you suggest for those who are like, look, I would really like to dive into that thought process of having a pain-free birth, but I only know pain birth from what I've seen, what other people have experienced in my life, you know, what they've talked about, what I've watched on movies, what I've you know seen in newspaper articles, whatever it is. Yeah. What would you suggest for them in changing that mentality or changing that behavior process in their mind? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, the first thing I do in my course and in most of my work is working to change that mentality. And that comes from being really honest about our own fears of birth. We all have them. We all carry them. So we pick them up, as I said, from culture, from our upbringing, from our childhood, from friends and family, from movies, from um, all of the above. And so I, I walk women in my course through a process where we identify all of your fears. And I say, write them down, all your fears of birth. And, and it feels like it's a mountain. It feels like this is the only view of birth I have. I don't know how I could ever possibly change that because it feels insurmountable. Like to go, okay, well, I'm just going to throw this away and believe birth is pain, pain-free. Okay. That's not going to work. Right. Like it, it's a little overwhelming, but if we really look at it and we write down our fears and we go, where did this fear come from that birth is scary or painful. And when we're really honest with ourselves, there's probably like two or three or four stories we've heard either on movies or from friends or family or parents that get stuck in our subconscious and tell us the story that birth is painful because it happened to my aunt Susie or it happened to my mom or my best friend. And this is what happened. So that's how it is. Right. Um, and when we really analyze that and go, okay, is this story serving me? Is, does, is this how it has to be? And we, and in fact, we kind of have to even back up from there and, and just look at, so we talked about the physiology of how there's actually nothing biologically in your body that says birth has to be painful, right? Like if you look at it and how we're created, there's nothing that says, oh yeah, that organ, that muscle, that it's going to have to be painful. Um, the, what causes pain is the fear, tension, pain cycle. So when we're scared, when we're expecting pain, as we, as most people are, as most people have been taught, as most women have been taught to experience and expect pain in birth, when you go into labor and those contractions start coming, what happens psychologically is that we brace for it. For it. We, we feel a contraction. We go, okay, that was okay. I can do this. Then the next one comes and Well, that was a little stronger. And the next one, oh, that was painful. And then the next one comes and we're like, okay, here it comes. I got to I can get through this. And it's like a grin and bear it kind of mentality. And we actually brace instead of embracing it, we brace for it. And what that does is it creates tension in our body. That tension, when you have a contraction and your body is working to open is what causes pain. If you're tense, your muscles are, you're working against your body that is working to open because birth flows from feminine energy. Feminine energy is fluid. It's openness, openness, it's embracing, it's, um, you know, the mass, when you talk about the masculine and the feminine, the feminine is this flowy, like water, energy, air, um, opening and receiving and nurturing. 
birth comes from that. And if we have tense energy in our body or frozen energy, which fear and trauma create frozen energy in the body, your body is trying to open and, you know, move and dilate and the muscles are pulling and there's kind of waves of hormones flowing and we're rigid. That tension and rigidity causes pain. It's in the opposite spirit of what your body is physiologically doing. And you could even look at it when you talk about other physiological processes, like if you have to go poop or number two, and you're on the toilet and you're straining and you're forcing and it's not coming out, you're going to cause probably more damage than if you went away, had a cup of coffee, bounced on a trampoline, and then came back <laughs> 20 minutes later, it's going to come right out, right? I love that so, bounce on the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I was doing that the other day. I, I forgot. I remember, oh my gosh, I forgot how effective this was at making you have to go number yeah. two. <laughs> You're, you're so you're spot on, Karen. That with anything with our body, it's just a perception, and we can change those perceptions. I love how you mentioned brace versus embrace, because I love talking about disease versus disease or versus yeah. ease. You know, and so you're so true. And I I'm just always bringing this back to the menstrual cycle because that's what I do. But <laughs> It's the same thing when women are menstruating and they have pain. I'm like, are you still going to the gym? Your whole (laughs) uterus right now is trying to open and release and you're contracting your abs. Like, do you think that's a really good idea? And so, (laughs) you know, your mullabunda is way too turned on right now. So, or your pelvic floor, you could even say if you're a Pilates person, but it's, there's so many close links. And I really like how you mentioned about that fear, tension, pain cycle and the brace and versus embrace. And you gave a few dot points that were really good about identifying, you know, with your fears, being honest about what your fears are, and then look at the stories. Is there any other dot points that you would add into that to exploring changing one's perception or just opening the door a little bit more to looking into that if you were sitting in the middle of the doors and you're like oh I'd like to learn a little bit more about how this boat works yeah yeah well I mean knowing if, if we know that like fear causes tension in the body and tension causes pain and we know that 99.9 percent of women have been raised in a culture of fear surrounding childbirth then it would make sense logically speaking that 99 percent of women probably experience pain in childbirth why? Because that's, that's our mentality going in it. And no one really teaches you, even childbirth courses usually don't teach you how to overcome pain. They might teach you pain management techniques, but they don't teach you embodiment. They don't teach you pain, tra- you, know, you know, transitioning past the pain um, or eliminating the pain. You know, there's the old school Lamas, like, and, you know, we've gone so far beyond that now. Um, but I think Um, if you're standing at the door and you're peeking in and you're wondering like, "Mm, is this real? Is this for me? Is this possible? Um, I would say to just, you know, look at those stories and go, well, yeah, it makes, it it makes sense that most women experience it because most women expect it. And we easily get into that fear, tension, pain cycle. And if you want to experience something different, we have to interrupt that cycle. So the first step, as I said, is being honest about your fears and then letting them go, you know, just like you bleed every month and you release and you purge and you detoxify. We have to purge our negative beliefs about childbirth. We have to detox from the fear 
that is all around us in our culture, whether that's even medical doctors saying, oh, you can't birth, you can't, you can't get pregnant. You, there's lots of limitations and boxes that conventional medicine wants to put women in. And it doesn't serve us. It, I, I'm not saying it's not factual, but there are things that just don't serve us. Other people's stories that are traumatic and painful about their births don't serve you. And did it happen to them? Absolutely. Is pain in childbirth normal? You know, it's common. It doesn't have to be normal. So we have to get honest about our fears and be willing to release them. And then I say, I kind of make the analogy, like what's in your bag? What are you carrying with you into birth? Because we all have a bag. We all have baggage that we've picked up throughout our life from all those different places and areas. And we have the baggage and we carry it with us into that birth room. And that, that those experiences and those stories give us our belief system and they tell us birth is scary. Birth is painful. What if your baby, you know, um, dies? What if you hemorrhage? What if you, you know, it's too painful. What if transition's too hard? What if you need the drugs? What if all these fears, right. And stories that fuel, they're like the fuel and the gasoline for those fears. And we carry them with us. So once we, are honest with it, with it and are able to release it. And I have lots of activations in my course doing exactly this. We got to take that stuff out of our bag. That's not serving us. And then we got to fill our bag with positive birth stories, with positive teachings, with positive mindset shifts and go, okay, well, if birth isn't all these things that I've heard about, and if you're only uh, exposure to birth has been scary, negative stories, like most people I know, <laughs> like myself, you know, 10 years ago, go stepping into pregnancy for the first time as a new mom, I'm scared. I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. Is that really, that seems scary. I don't have a high pain tolerance, never broken about, never been hospitalized. I was like intimidated by birth and all of the things that people told me, this is what birth is. This is what you should expect. So I was sitting right where a lot of women are today going, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I even want to do that. And a lot of women even say, I don't even know if I want kids because I've heard so many horror stories about birth. I mean, think about that. We're not doing what our body is biologically created to do because we're afraid of the horror stories. We're afraid of the pain. And this is like my passion because when, once you dismantle this fear and you realize a lot of it is other people's stories. It's a facade. It's not even for you. It's not your story. You're not you're carrying, carrying everyone else's baggage around. Yes, literally yeah. you're carrying yeah. other people's baggage. So take it out of your bag and then say, okay, I'm going to put in good stories. Like, and I went, I went on this journey when I was first pregnant and I went on a journey. I hunted for positive birth stories. And that's why I share so many pain-free positive birth stories on my Instagram, because I want to normalize this. I want women to know this is not only possible, it's possible for you and you can do it. So I would just fill my bag with stories and teachings and other, uh, you know, experiences of other possibilities of what birth could be. And the more you normalize that you dismantle the fear. Hmm. So now you're walking into labor, not with the baggage, a bag full of fear and terror that's going to trigger the sympathetic nervous system and get you stuck in fight, fight or flight. But now you, you're bringing in faith, you're bringing in confidence, you're bringing in actually, by the time people are done with my e-course, most of them say, I am so excited to birth. I am, I can't wait. I am so happy. I am so confident. Um, I just shared a, a story of a woman just uh, yesterday who gave, she took my e-course 
And then she went to her state didn't allow home birth. So she went to a state where her parents live to live in an RV for three weeks until her baby was born. <laughs> and in she went into labor and her husband wasn't even there. He was three and a half hours away back in their state because she wasn't due yet. So he had, he went back to work and wasn't there. She was kind of in denial that she was in real labor and called, called her midwives. They said, I don't think it's active labor, but keep us updated. Then they sent one of the midwives. She came, she checked her. She said, you're fully dilated, you know, 10 centimeters fully dilated. Um, and she's in an RV, like a temporary housing situation. She was supposed to birth at her midwife's house where it was legal in this other state that wasn't legal in her state. Um, but her husband's not home. They can't get to the midwife's house because there's an accident on the highway blocking them from getting to the midwife's house or the hospital. So her midwife says you're fully dilated and your baby's breech. And so you're going to have to, de you're delivering in the RV. This oh is my God. the safest, best way to do it. <laughs> so imagine being better than, better than moving a woman time. who's in that position. Yeah. <laughs> this is a first time mom as well. This isn't like a seasoned mother who's like, oh yeah, I've been delivered five kids. This will be no problem. First time mom. Imagine how scary that could be to say you're breech. You're going to birth in an RV without your husband. You've never done this before. <laughs> and she said, I, this, I think this touched me the most. She said in that moment, I was completely confident in what my body was able to do. And I was not afraid. Mm. And I was like, yes, that's my, that is like my goal with everything I teach is that women would be so confident that their body was created for this, Yeah, you know, that there is a higher power guiding this, that there is intelligent design, that there is a blueprint in your body and a hormonal physiological blueprint and a code that tells your uterus what to do, how to do it, how to open, how to dilate. Even that baby has an intelligence and hormones and everything is being guided. That baby knows when to tuck, when to turn, when to rotate. It's, I mean, if I describe like what happens as that baby's descending, there's these spiritual so moments. many beautiful aspects to it. So many, so many deeply spiritual moments in birth that we have no idea what's really happening in there when we look at birth through this fear or linear perspective, and it is deeply transformational and spiritual. And she, in that process, she birthed, um, the baby was born shortly after, I think within the hour, she had no tearing, came out breech and completely healthy baby. It was so amazing. And I just thought, I want every woman to have that confidence to go, no matter what environment you're in, whether you're in birthing in a hospital, um, or whether you're birthing at home or whether you're birthing in the woods or at a birth center, I don't care. Like, or an RV <laughs> in a caravan uh, or in a car caravan or an RV or wherever, <laughs> or in a birth pool <laughs> by a waterfall, like that, you know, your body is created for this. Your body is designed for this and it knows what to do. Even if you don't, in fact, it's better if you get your head out, your, your, your thinking brain out of the way. And let your body, your primal intuition take over because your body knows what to do. And it's been doing it. Women's bodies have been doing this for thousands Ever. and millions of years. Forever, forever. <laughs> forever. Um, I love this topic. Thank you so much for sharing so much beautiful information about it. I have two final questions for you before we're almost out of time. First question is for those who are considering birthing in the future, whether that's in a year's time, in two years time, is there any tips that you would suggest for preparing for birth? Like um, maybe your top three or five tips. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think starting off with kind of what we've been talking about of intentionally shifting your mindset about birth. And that might mean for some of, for some of you listeners, like really analyzing your views of, of womanhood and femininity and your periods and your cycle and what that means to you to be a woman and what that means to, to be able to, to have children. A lot of people walk into birth or they get pregnant and they're, they might have come from the mentality that I never wanted kids and never wanted to have kids. The whole concept is scary and that's not for me. And, and so facing your fears, I think is paramount to walking through this process holistically to be able to be so brutally honest with ourselves and, and just look at what our fears are. And maybe that's a fear of pain in birth. Maybe it's a fear of being a mom. Maybe it's a fear of what will happen if your identity, you know, with your identity, who, who will you be once you're now a mom? Will you have to give up things? Maybe that's a fear of will it, will something, well, am I, am I afraid of death, you know, dying in, in labor or something happening? In the baby? Like there are so many fears that it's, I think, part of the journey, honestly, when we, we're faced with our own mortality, we're faced with this possibility that birth, of course, just like many things in life, we could all we all die and birth you can look at birth in in any in many different ways you could look at birth as a dangerous thing as the most dangerous you know thing that physically a woman could do and and statistically yes there are women that that can die in childbirth and and you could also get in a car accident and die tomorrow you know but what do you want it to be what kind of experience do you want so i'd say number one face your fears right um and number two dream about what kind of birth you want and start exposing yourself to other kinds of birth, like water birth or physiological birth or, or medicated birth, or even positive hospital births. You know, if you know you're going to be in a hospital, but allow yourself to be challenged and open your spirit to other, to what birth really could be. Um, watch birth videos, read birth stories. Eva May's guide to childbirth is an awesome book that I recommend to all new moms, because the whole first third of that book is positive physiological birth stories. And it really helps you understand the link, the mind-body connection, and how labor is so um, really subjective to our thoughts and our emotions and how much it influences that. So um, yeah, I, I guess that's what I would say is the like- top, The top two through, tips. Yeah, yeah, walking with an open mind. And, and allow yourself to dream of what you really want your birth to be. And if you know how you want to feel in labor, when you feel loved, when you feel safe, when you feel comforted and supported, your, your body is going to labor the, the most effectively and the most safely. So people who say home birth is like reckless, or scary, don't understand the physiology of birth. They don't understand that if a woman doesn't feel safe, and supported and she needs darkness and quiet and peace and no stress and no tension and in whatever environment she feels the most safe in is where her body is actually going to labor the easiest mm. less less complications are going to happen if she feels safe and comforted and supported um and she may she may feel safer in a hospital someone else may feel safer at home but to write off people who birth at home as reckless or selfish means you don't understand the physiology and what a woman truly needs in birth. And each woman has different needs. Totally. Birth is so different. So 
really getting in touch with yourself of what are your fears and what are your needs? What are your wants? What are your desires in birth? And begin to, to dream, expose yourself, open yourself up to uh, birth stories and what, it, what birth can really look like and how beautiful and fulfilling it can really be. Um, and there's amazing, um, I share birth stories and birth videos all the time on my Instagram account. And there's a lot of amazing accounts and photographers who do the same. So expose yourself to that, like fall in love with the possibility of what birth can be and take a childbirth education course, because it's not just about mindset. It's so easy to like shift your mindset in this and then get into birth. And then when the really hard part comes, when it gets super intense and it's easy to panic and forget everything, you know, and go into fight or flight and not know breathing techniques. You have to know the practical stuff too. You have to have a strategy. You have to have some really solid breathing techniques and uh, positions for pushing and know what your body's doing and know how to deeply connect to your body in those moments where there's a lot of stress, a lot of tension, a lot of intensity happening in your body. It can be really easy to disconnect and panic and look for a rescuer outside of you. But really when we go inward, and we have that a real grounded strength and a confidence about our body um, that can really go a long way in birth. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Lots of really good tips. I really appreciate you sharing all of those. So we do have one more question before we're out of time, but before we get there, you just mentioned about your Instagram and how you share a lot of positive birth stories. I know that's something that since my pregnancy experience a year and a half ago, that's something I've actually been exploring and just watching and viewing. And that's probably how we actually met, I believe. But um, what is your Instagram? And is that the best way for people to find you and learn more about what it is that you do? Yes, it is. Um, pain-free birth is my Instagram. Um, and painfreebirth.com is my website. So those are both great ways to find me. Um, I share, I share a lot about birth from a spiritual perspective and um, from even like a faith-based perspective, because in my own journey, my relationship um, with God and how realizing how he created my body is like, wow, maybe I don't have to be afraid of this, but I also um, teach it. I I believe like, and if you have a spiritual practice and you believe in yourself as a spiritual being, I think everyone can relate to the possibility of having a pain-free birth. You know, mm-hmm. if you are proud of who you are as a woman, if you if you want to experience transformation and consciousness and embodiment and all of those incredible spiritual things, birth is one of the greatest invitations into that. And so yes, my Instagram and I share I just share a lot about that and I like to just kind of put that out there. Um, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well I'll pop all the links in the show notes so everyone can find that. <laughs> Um, now last question, we're actually switching gears a little bit, but last podcast question, I ask everybody this. So I'm very excited to hear what your thoughts are is I want you to think back, Karen, to your younger menstruating self. Like when you got your period for the first time in those first early years of menstruating, what are three things that you wish you had have known then about your cycle and your period that you now know today? Um, I would, yeah, I think when I first got it, I remember being like, I would say shame, you know, would be an emotion I felt or a fear of embarrassment. Like what if I, you know, leak or somebody sees it or, you know, it's like dirty and a lot of, you know, you're in, I don't know if it was middle school or whatever it is as you're a a young teenager and being very self-conscious of, of it. 
And I think what I would want to know then that I know now is that it's, um, it means my body is alive <laughs> and can, and is ready to, to, to produce life, but even in a deeper spiritual sense that it's, it's shedding the old and an opportunity to receive in the new. And I try to practice that in my life now when my period does come up and I journal and I release the things that aren't serving me, the fears, the, the toxic relationships, the doubts. Um, and I, I wish I would have known how to honor my body in that season to go slow, to take it easy and not hide in the sense of being ashamed, but to understand the cycles of what it means spiritually to me to shed and let go of things and then embrace the new life and all the whole fullness of what that cycle means, not as a curse or as something to be embarrassed or ashamed of, but as something to celebrate, something that makes me a woman, something that means I, my body's alive and working and has the capacity to bring in and attract new things and blessing and inheritance and joy and love and peace and all of the amazing things that happen. Beautiful. I wish I knew all of those things as well. Right? <laughs> what if we taught middle schoolers that in health class? Oh like, my God, I know. What if, if we, what if we taught them about how beautiful birth can be and how your cycle is a blessing and here's how, man, like, just transform it would be a whole new world, world. literally it would world. be a whole new world and yeah. um I really love how you mentioned about shedding the old and receiving in the new as as a teenager like that's a big thing to learn you know yeah like receiving and then surrendering and letting go so I yeah. really love that and there's such beautiful points um Karen I've loved hearing your views and experiences and your stories and your analogies around pain-free birth because I feel like this is going to be a, a new topic for a lot of people especially pain-free cycles and pain-free birth and how they can link together so yeah. thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all about these beautiful little topics that really help change our perception and help us receive and really repattern experiences for all of our future menstruators and, and future mothers and families and partners and all of them I love that word repattern these experiences. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect, and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle.